I invite you today to consider the example of the Bereans in Acts chapter 17. We can relate to these people, I think, since we have much in common as followers of Christ using the word of Christ to be sure about Christ. Verse 11 says, These, the Bereans, were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. You need some background. Before they had ever met the Apostle Paul, the Bereans were a group of Jehovah worshipers who met in the local synagogue, a membership of Jewish and Gentile people mixed together. More importantly, though, they had in that building where they met the entire Old Testament at their disposal as their focus and foundation. This written-down word from God had taught them, far away from Palestine, to know Jehovah as the only God there is, the creator of all, Lord of all, and the Savior God who had promised to send the Messiah. They were waiting for that promise to be kept. So when the Apostle Paul comes to town with his message, the Messiah has come. His name is Jesus of Nazareth, who suffered for all the sins of all people, dying on a cross near Jerusalem, and has risen from the dead as prophesied. That got their attention. It sounded like the promise had been kept. Or was there room for some doubt about that? How could they be sure that this story of Jesus, brand new to them, announced to them by this stranger Paul, really was the truth? Well, let's realize the fair-minded Bereans, as they were called, were not gullible or naive. What they heard from Paul, they were quite willing to listen to, but it had to pass a test. What this stranger claimed about who Jesus was and what Jesus did had to line up accurately with all the prophecies of the Messiah, which they knew from the Bible. Now maybe you're thinking, good for them. How does that help us today? That's a fair question. Here you are, almost 2,000 years later, other side of the world from Macedonia or Palestine, generations removed from the people who met Jesus. But like the Bereans, and even better, you have the whole Bible, both Testaments that allow you to hear the proclamation of Paul. You get to hear the voice of the apostles and the prophets echoed in the mouth of your pastor and professor. But really, it's Jesus talking, right? 
Well, how do you know that? And how can you be sure that the message really is the truth? You'll have to do what the Bereans did. Search the scriptures to find out whether these things are so. Your faith today, tomorrow, and always is meant to have a solid ground of certainty. That can only happen with the inspired word of God, the Bible, and just the Bible as the foundation. Here we have, please realize, a powerful feature from this timeless, amazing word. Not only does it have incredible longevity, outlasting the religious fabrications of mankind down through the ages, it also has a built-in capacity to make you sure of what it says, like it did for the Bereans and for many other people. Let's hear it again. Verse 11, plus the part of the next verse, and there's a connecting word for us to notice. The Bereans received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed. When they heard Paul's story about Jesus and put it to the test, the Spirit convinced them from the Bible that Paul was right. More than that, their saving faith was now grounded firmly in knowing that God had kept his promise the Messiah did come, and as the Savior, he did for them what they needed him to do, live a perfect life in their place, make it count as their righteousness with God, and remove all of their sins through his sacrificial death. That's the certainty of salvation, available to you in the exact same written-down place and made sure for you by the same Holy Spirit. In a high school English class or college composition class, students are generally taught that passive voice verbs should be avoided. In other words, don't write your sentence the way I just said mine. Use active voice verbs to make your writing more vivid. That's the rule to follow. Well, in telling the gospel, if I'm going to follow that rule, I will have to, when using active voice verbs, make God the doer of the action. From the gospel's point of view, we are passive. We are redeemed, forgiven, converted, convinced. And that makes it sure. The fact that God is working for us through Jesus and working in us through the Spirit. This means every believer, whether the guy heard Paul preach a long time ago in a place called Berea, or you hear the preacher today in a place called Eau Claire, every child of God, guided solely by the Word of God, is grounded firmly and forever on the saving truth of Christ. Amen. We celebrate this truth for ourselves. 
singing hymn 290, all stanzas, hymn 290. <laughs> 